Hey, it's Fitz, and if you don't know who I am, here's a quick bio. Veteran sports journalist who writes, does TV, radio, and is a longtime podcaster. Also, I have stage 4 prostate cancer, so my doctors advise me to stay home during these COVID-19 concerns. So what am I doing with my time? I'm calling some of the many friends, athletes, coaches, and colleagues who have been part of my life during more than 30 years in journalism. Oh, and I'm hitting the record button. Welcome to my life and the Life of Fitz podcast. About a year ago, this time, I was surfing around the internet and saw a link to a new podcast from a former Kansas State football player, Brian Hanley, called Let's Talk Ball. I'm thinking, okay, a guy started up a podcast. I'll go give it a listen. It took me a few minutes into this that I just felt Brian Hanley's passion for talking about football and sports. I mean, the podcast is called Let's Talk Ball, but in one of the episodes, he's talking about the NHL. He knew his stuff. He's passionate. And I thought, I wonder if he would be a possible podcast sidekick for a post-game podcast if we did one. Quickly found out Brian Hanley was in. And Brian and I really hadn't spoken or interacted at all since way back when, when he was part of the football program in 97 and 98 at Kansas State. He was part of that incredible junior college recruiting class that Michael Bishop and Jeff Kelly and all those guys were in. The guys that literally changed the face of Kansas State football forever by going to the cusp of playing for the national championship. This podcast isn't about any of that. This podcast is about current society in which we live. This one is different than other life of Fitz's. When I've called up friends, talked about all the things going on in our life. This is about football. This is about college sports. This is about the chaos in which we are seeing college athletics try to operate. This is a podcast of frustration, of anger, and of passion both of us have for college football. This is the Life of Fitz podcast, but this one is different. So let's call Brian Hanley, my friend in Frisco, Texas. Hello. Hello, Mr. Hanley. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Just, you know, just when you think the world can't get any more bizarre, it gets there. It, it just, yes, it does. It uh, has been an entertaining day. I wasn't sure I was going to do this podcast this week because so much is going on. But I thought, hey, I want to call Brian Hanley because he's <laughs> one of my football analysts and I want to know what he thinks. This has just been bizarre, brother. It's yeah, everything. It's crazy. So where do you stand on football? If you were uh, the boss of the NCAA, which apparently there isn't one, what, <laughs> what would you do? Well, first of all, I would have started a long time ago and would have said, look, if we're going to try to do this, we need to control this and have it be a controlled bubble. Okay. But at the same time, if we can't have students on campus, we can't play football. Right. I mean, you can't ask student athletes to come and risk whatever they're risking, but then say to turn around and say, oh, well, students can't come. Yeah. I mean, because they're students, supposed to be student athletes first. So, you know, so it, I just, it's one or the other. But it, if you're, it does sound like 
some of these Big Ten campuses are having students on campus and still opting out of football, which doesn't add up to me going the other way. Something's going on. There's something going on with that because you're right. If you're having kids on campus and you're not playing football, why would you do that? That doesn't even make sense to me. Yeah, I, you know, if a football player gets COVID, it's bad. Uh, right. But how are we to know he didn't get it at the bar on Saturday night after the game rather than at practice or in a game, just like any other student who might be on campus? That's right. It, it, here's my thing about this, Brian. We, we have been through literally a long, hot summer. We still have people in the streets. Yep. And. And correct me if I'm wrong, but if you're in college, there's a 99% chance that you're 18 or older and a voting adult. Yep. And it seems to me a lot of people are out there saying we need to protect these athletes when the athletes are like, we want to play. Correct. And that's what I don't get. Are they, do they matter or don't they matter? Because they should be able to determine their own fate, and they're all being given an opportunity to opt out. They can opt out. There's, there's got to be something going on. Yeah. There's some big. I mean, of course, it's money. Don't get me wrong, but there's something that they're not saying. Because if you're giving people a, an opportunity to opt out, and then some still want to play, then what? Why aren't we just playing and bringing people back? And I don't know. Yeah, it seems like they could get a little further down the road. And I think that's what the SEC is saying. I think the Big 12 will get there. Let's just wait. Let's just wait a little bit longer and and see what develops. But canceling right now seems a little audacious, seems a little little premature to me. Yeah. And, And I think what's going on is there's real concerns about heart issues with the coronavirus. I saw a report that some Big 10 athletes have come down, you know, with heart problems because of the coronavirus uh, i got news for you that happens with all flus people don't uh, yeah people don't know that people don't realize and i had a friend die of the flu because of this exact same thing it it happens. yes people die from the flu not often from uh other things and you know the actual pneumonia or whatever comes with the flu but quite often when they do die it's it's the heart. It's the heart that right. gets out. And so this is now the difference, and I recognize the difference. There's, there's no suppression of this like there is with the flu. There is no, uh, you know, people out there that have taken this shot, you know, and gotten gotten their immunity. It, everyone right. knows of this. But if you explain all these things to football players, don't they get to make up their own mind? And by making up their own mind, don't they uh, – cut the legs out of any kind of litigation they might want to try to come back around and and take to court well and that's the whole thing and me and my mom had a conversation about it and her thing was well if you do that you're kind of cutting the legs out and you're she thought they would be taking advantage of kids and i said but mom you gotta let that go i go a kid can take a bullet for the country I go, and if a kid can legally take a bullet for the country, then a kid should be able, that same 18-year-old should be able to make a decision or not whether he wants to play football and risk whatever he's risking. Right. I go, you can't look at it that way. you got to look at it as 
this is what the, the opportunity you have. These are the risk and this is the reward. And here it all is. It's all laid out for you. I go, it's the same thing that any other 18 year old. I mean, like a, anybody look, here's what you can do. This is the risk of doing it. Either you do it or you don't. And we're not going to be mad if you don't, you know, come back in a year or whatever. But it's, you just, at some point, we got to get back to regular living lives. And where that is, I don't know. I'm not trying to be the person to make that decision, but it's just, I, I just, I have a bad feeling about what's going on with this college football thing. Cause pro football is going to happen. That is 100% going to happen. They are going to make it happen. And there, nothing's going to get in the way of that. Why isn't college football doing the same thing? And it, it just seems like something's going on. I agree. I, um, yeah, I'm just a little baffled by everything. And, and this is what really gets me about the Big Ten. Here's our schedule. Here We just released the schedule yep. two days later. But we're not going to play. Yeah. What? Yep. They didn't make that. That's the part that got me. I'm like, you released the schedule, and then now you're not going to play? Who called you? What What happened? What, what did somebody say to you? Yeah. That's the truth. That's the truth. It's nuts. It's just nuts. I can't. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get what... What what? I understand what everybody's afraid of. I get that part of it. If it's an outbreak and it runs rampant and it could whatever it can do, it's going to do. I understand all of that. But you can take they could have taken precautions in June and brought everybody back and say, "This is what we're doing. This is how it's going to be. If you're going to play football here this year, this is what you got to do." And make call every parent and tell them. This is what you got to do. If your son's going to play football or volleyball or track or cross country or whatever, this is what has to happen. That could, I mean, because they're safer there than they are at home. Yeah. I mean, mean, you're safer there in that controlled environment than you are going to be at home. And they could have made it work, but nobody did. It's bizarre. It's this whole thing has shown the whole world, at least the United States, how mismanaged college athletics has become. Oh my goodness, Tim, you hit it on the head. I mean, COVID. and when you thought about it, I didn't. I didn't even remember. Yeah, I guess there is no commissioner for college football. No, it's. The NCAA, it seems like Mark Emmert's just going to say, eh, whatever, yeah, you guys just do your own thing. I don't know. Just go do it. I mean, it's like he's, he's just sitting in the corner, like, peeing himself because he doesn't want to make a decision for everyone, which is fine. He's fine. You know what? He doesn't oversee the the FBS. I mean, the, the NCAA might, but at the end of the day, they're their own thing. We all know that. They, they have their right. system. They now have their playoffs. They kind of do their own thing. Brian, I think the biggest thing to come out of this will be the NCAA, as we know it, is gone, and yep. the Power Five plus anyone else that can afford the ticket price, you know, including uh, attendance at games, budget of football, et cetera, et cetera, there will be a separate division for that. Not FBS. It will not be under the NCAA in any way. 
right. separate it out. I think it's going to happen now, and it has to happen. Uh, and I, I think COVID killed college football as we've known it for a very long time. Yep. 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 I believe so. I think that's the case. Um, I, don't, I don't know whether or how I feel about it, but you know, I, I I do believe that that's the truth. I believe that happens. That that's going to happen. I mean, but to go so long without leadership—that's my whole thing. Yeah. And just go along collecting the paycheck without having leaders and letting the conferences basically run it. And then when you come to a problem, oh well, you got to just figure it out. Sorry, I don't I don't know what to do. I'm like, come on, man. I don't know. It's just gee, many Christmas. This is horrible. It's it. This whole thing is astonishing to me, and and I just love this image of the Big Ten with their nose in the air. Well, we can't possibly play. It's just too dangerous for these kids to get out on the field. And the SEC down there, like, oh hell yeah, we're gonna play. You know, I mean, yeah. this cultural <laughs> thing is just. I love it. And now the Sun Belt's like, you tell them SEC, we're in too. I mean. <laughs> And honestly, the ACC's really surprised me because there's they're like the bridge between the Big Ten and the SEC. They get the snooty academics there, but they still yep. got their Southern football program. And they're yep. in. They're in. And of course, you, you know, you get out to the Pac-12, and they're probably out. They haven't announced it yet, and the Big Twelve doesn't know. It's just everything we've known about college football for a while. The Big Twelve's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. I, I have no idea. Yep. We got, we got, That's exactly right. I mean, they're just always staring into a bright light, looking confused. It's just, <sighs> this has been so Big 12. Yeah. There's the whole thing with the, with the conference realignment. I know. Big 12, you know, just standing there like, oh, well, I don't know. I don't know. West Virginia. Yeah, West Virginia. Oh my goodness! Uh, it's it's a it's a fascinating study in in how broken college sports are. But a couple things that I like about this: uh, we we are admitting now that they really aren't amateur athletes; that they they are big yep. money earners. Uh, however, I think the players united or whatever it was in the Pac-12. Those guys went too far. And I think they scared the presidents a little bit. And I think there's a yep. layer here of that, that when you start asking for 50% revenue sharing, we got to figure out how to handle that. Um, yep. And I, I, the presidents won't admit it, but I think there's a layer of that. Of course there is. Uh-oh. Of course there is. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh-oh. The, the, the kids that are working for free all of a sudden want money. Um, and and I'm somewhere in between on this. Fifty percent revenue sharing was outlandish, and, sure. and and I know you make a big first bid any negotiation. You kind of go for the moon. Man, they went for the galaxy. <laughs> they, they, and they yeah. shut themselves down right there because everyone was like, "That's laughable," and this isn't even a serious discussion at that point because it's not. Nobody, nobody's going to give up fifty percent of college. Revenue. I mean, it's just no. Can't. I mean, no. Uh, you know, okay, maybe it happens in the NFL, but the NFL is incredibly profitable. Maybe it happens in other pro leagues, but they're incredibly profitable. College sports ain't profitable. Every, almost no. everyone's losing money. Yep. So uh, I don't know. I just hope we don't end up with a bunch of what we would might call Olympic sports just getting shut down. Just we can't afford it anymore. Done. 
that is what kind of is I'm afraid of because for me, although I played college football and college basketball, for me, the other sports kind of make an, uh, 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 an athletic program. I mean, I know football funds it all, and that's part of it, and basketball kind of takes care of itself. I go, but the other sports are what make a college an athletic program. I mean, it's cool to see your school compete in volleyball and compete in soccer and golf and all these other things. I mean, those things, that's fun. And it gives other athletes that wouldn't have the opportunity to go to school and do those things. It gives them the ability to do that. And to take that away, first of all, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the the tuition drop. I mean, kids are going to stop going. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if I can't go, if I play golf, and I can't afford to go, and I, even though golfers don't get full scholarships, a partial scholarship, and I don't get that, well, then you know what? I'll just work and figure it out. Yeah. You know, and that's not good. I mean, that's not good, Tim. You know, kids not going to college. And I know there's an argument to be said that a college degree doesn't mean as much as what it did. And, and that's fine. But you could never, you could have never told me that while I was in college. I would have laughed you right in your face the whole time that I was in college. Because to me, college was the best time of my life. And it, just the experience of going was the best time of my life. And to take that away from kids, that's, you know, that wouldn't otherwise have to, to be the ability. And even football scholarships, I mean, they'll have to cut back on that kind of stuff. Well, how many kids can't go if you don't pay for them to go? Right. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. I hate to say it. Society's going to change. I don't like it. But some things do have to change for the better. And it's kind of what you were mentioning, the players getting paid. And clearly, they got to get paid. Fifty percent is insane, but they got to get something and make it all work. But presidents, hey, I mean, what you know, you don't have to make record profits. President of a university doesn't have to make three million dollars, right? You know, the athletic director doesn't have to make five million dollars, or Nick Saban doesn't need to make ten million dollars, right? You know, <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not. I mean, I love capitalism. That's what America's about. People that you don't have to have record profits for everybody to be successful. I agree. I mean, I think coaches' salaries are. I'm it's all, crazy. I'm all for the free market, but this free market is gone. Yes. Yes. When, when imagine what a a million dollars less for the head coach would do for the players on that football team. Yes. Yes. One million less. Not twenty, not half their salary, just one million dollars less. Right. Split amongst all of them. Huh. I agree. It'd be enormous. It would you know, and plus I think the school should be able to do more. You know, one of the things we ran into with this, Chris Kleiman talked about this. Someone asked uh, you know, do your kid are you able to give your kids a laptop so they can do their work if they're at home? And he said, no, the NCAA won't allow that. So we've run into student athletes who might have one computer at home and four kids all trying to learn at home. And they're trying to split up time. And it's almost impossible to get in their work. And I'm like, NCAA, you should probably allow 
educational materials like a laptop, not an elite laptop, but it's, you know, something that the kids can all have, take home and work with. Come on. These things are silly that they ban. They say they're for the student athlete, but oh yeah, we're not going to give you these things to help you learn, or we're not going to let you get any clothes, even though you're an athlete from Florida and you're now playing in Wisconsin. Uh, you can only have winter clothing that has the badger on them. Now, come on, man. Come yeah. on. Just, I don't know. Brian, I come back to this. Um, my father um, was the son of an oil field worker in Oklahoma. Um, literally an industry where everyone's the same color. Didn't matter yep. if, what your heritage was. You left it, worked all, at the end of the day, you're all the same color. Yep. My father was the first of his family to get a college degree. He, he, he went to Korea. He started in, in Evansville playing football, went to Korea, came back, used the GI Bill to finish up at Northwestern. Uh, nice. The first Pat Fitzgerald to be at Northwestern, by the way. Nice. Everything I have in life, I can honestly say is because Pat Fitzgerald changed the trajectory of the entire our branch of the family. All of us went to college. All of us have enjoyed our lives. We have an artist. We have someone in the medical profession. And we have uh, a retired sports writer and uh, me, whatever I do. Um, without that education that he used the GI Bill for, I'm, you know, I'm not sure where we would be as a family. I, I say that, well, I probably wouldn't be around because he wouldn't have met my mother. But uh, I say that because I can't tell you how many athletes – I've met through the years that have said, I'm the first person from my family that's going to get a college degree. Through the roof. And I see me in their future. A kid that is raised in a middle-class household with clothes that he needs, a car to drive, all those things that my dad's college degree got him and changed our lives. And I see that in his future, that that is everything for your family now. You're, yep. you're, everything is I had someone ask me what I, I won't say what the athlete was I, I'm getting a degree in this and I don't really care about it and I'm like don't just can you finish the degree and he goes yeah I don't want to work in it just get the degree man Yeah. at the end of the day doesn't matter what that degree says for you you got the degree and that's yep. what can change it uh -huh. and uh, we, we talk a lot about kids that you mentioned it earlier are building up debt, going to college, getting some useless degree that has really no purpose in society or whatever, and then they complain about their debt and they've got to work and do that. That's not these college athletes. No. They're coming out with no debt. And right. Their lives are being changed, and now suddenly to protect them, we want to send them home or protect them from a virus that they don't fear. Maybe they don't fear it enough. Let's be honest, right. but I don't, I don't, I don't see this. Well, how are you really helping them? Or are you just trying to cover your ass from a lawsuit? That's all it is, Tim. That's all that it is. Just want to cover their ass over a lawsuit versus, I mean, let's just be honest. They've never really looked out for the students. I mean, yeah. they've never, they've never done that. It's always been about the money. So as long as it's been about the money and been about the paycheck, then now that it's, oh, well, what's next? What can we do? Now they're just, just looking out for themselves. 
which is sad. I mean, it goes back to what you were talking about a laptop. They give high school kids and middle school kids laptops <laughs> to take home. They do. I know. <laughs> so you're telling me that a high school kid and a middle school kid can get a laptop to take home, but a kid at the university can't have one? That's crazy. I mean, you would think that would be in the tuition that they pay, that that's part of it. But I don't know. It's just, oh my goodness. It's just, it's just so many things. And I mean, and I've seen, and I grew up with it, you know, and a lot of the guys that I went to school with, they were the first kids that went to college. They just went to college in their family, Yeah. you know, and, and, and I've seen it, you know, and my parents were the first in their family to get degrees, you know, and I felt spoiled because we never even talked about it in my family, even though my mom and dad literally were the first two to go. By the time it was time for me and my brother and my cousins and our friends, I mean, that was just, okay, we're going to college. It wasn't even a, a discussion at our house on whether you were going or not. And some of these kids, it's, I've got to go because I've got to get out of the neighborhood that I live in. Right. I've got to get out of my surroundings. I've got to, and, and there were so many guys that I would see, hey, man, you going home for the weekend or for the summer or going home for a week? Nope, I'm staying. Just so they didn't have to go back. Just, hey, college was their escape. It was literally their escape from wherever they came from. And to see kids just now that you're trying to take advantage of that, I just, I just don't have patience for it. I don't have patience for it. We can play college football. We can play college football. We could play college sports. We could have done this right. And they just literally chose not to. That's the, I mean, they just chose not to. And I'm just like, what? what is going on? And, and it'll come out. I mean, and it will. Whatever it is, it'll come out. And the, the reasonings. And I'm just like, what, 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 why? Why? What, what is it? And then it's, it's, it's just going to be about money. And then people are going to get fired and let go and all this stuff. And I'm just like, did it really have to be that? Could we have just done it the right way? Damn. And even if it's about money, but you still could have done it the right way. Like I said, the NFL is going to play. And even and the NFL was late to the game, but they're going to play. Yep. College football could have done the same thing. All the, all the fall sports, they could have done it. If they wanted to, if they wanted to, and now, now that it's too late and they didn't have a plan and they didn't put a plan together. Now it's just what you said. Let's cover our ass and let the chips fall where they may. Hey, it's Fitz. Let's hit the pause button right here and take a little break. Okay, so we had a staff meeting uh, via Zoom this afternoon, and uh, or yesterday, excuse me, and um, this was a topic of discussion. Uh-huh. Kansas held its Shrine Bowl, every you know, an annual event, uh, right. you know, the All Star Game. <laughs> they held their Shrine Bowl. They didn't wear the the plastic shields inside their face masks. They practice all week as teams, and we've had zero reports of any spread from that event, including. From the stands in which the photo showed a serious lack of social distancing or face masks. We've had no, okay. we've had no reports of cases out of the Shrine Bowl. Uh, I, 
I also know that a lot of youth sports have taken place across the United States this summer, and they keep talking about some camp in Georgia that was a super spreader, which is one of my favorite new uh, terms. And, and I'm like, but how about all those other events that took place in yeah. which nothing happened? Why do we talk about this one spot that appears to have beaten the odds? Maybe, it, you know, it could have been something else, but it was COVID this year. Next year, it could right. be another thing. And I'm like, we don't know enough to say it's all off unless you're just worried about things like you've said. We're not talking about. We're not. Yep. We're, I don't know. I, I think you can play football. I, first of all, I want to ask you this. I'm kind of spinning out of control here. But I want to ask you this. That shield inside your face mask, does That's that look like the worst thing ever for a football player? I don't know how. I mean, I, it seems impossible to play with. Yeah, it's going to get so hot and foggy, and I, I, it seems like it's impossible to play with. Impossible, right? I, it's crazy. I, I, I can see maybe the eye shield, but come on, man, I, you got to be able to breathe. You got to be able to breathe. We could. That's try. what I'm saying. I just think it's going to get foggy. I mean, they say it's anti-fog, but the players are already saying it fogs up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just look. This is an interesting uh, solution to COVID nineteen. We could stop its spread by all of us not breathing. There you go. College football. <laughs> the players aren't allowed to breathe. They got to hold their breath while on the field. It's this. It's crazy. I I understand their intention. It sounded good. But I, the first time I mentioned it to a football player, a friend of mine, former football player, they're like, no way. I couldn't nope. I couldn't stand the shield, let alone nope. something <laughs> cutting off most of my air and having a, oh, I don't, I don't know. No, you're right. Brian, how you been? <laughs> how you been, man? I've been all right. I've been all right. You know, it's. it's been a trying last five months. It's just been boring. Um, to say the least, but we've been making it. We've been making it. You know, it's it's made me realize that, you know, I love my wife more than I, I thought I loved her to begin with because being around her nonstop, constantly, I absolutely, I mean, there is no doubt that I love my wife. And I know a lot of relationships, a lot of guys are saying the same thing. Man, I didn't know I could be around my wife this much. Yeah, you can. It's amazing. It's amazing. So, but it's just been... It's just been interesting. I mean, just trying to figure out something to do and to, to do something and and to live and to keep having fun, you know. For the and I think part of it was, you know, Tim, the the anticipation of th stuff coming back kind of kept everybody on their toes for the first couple months, right. you know, thinking, oh, okay, well, it'll be gone and we'll be fine and. Well, then when basically when May hit, about the middle of May, it was like, uh-oh, nothing's coming back. It's getting worse. <laughs> What's going on? And then then it kind of set in for, for, for me anyway, that, okay, well, this is going to be for the long haul. We're going to have some problems. What foot, And that's the first thing I thought was, what's football doing? I know. What are they going to do? You know, what, what, what are they putting in place? And I just figured they had a plan, Tim. I just figured they had a plan. I mean, I just thought the most profitable sport in America, they got a plan. 
and nobody had a plan. <laughs> Silly just, us. Oh, just, just demoralizing. Just demoralizing. I told this story the other day that when I got back from the Big 12 basketball tournament, it had been canceled, that everything was shutting down. I stopped at the local grocery store, picked up groceries to get us through the two weeks of the lockdown. Yep. I'm glad I didn't try to shop for four months. And, and, Man. and the issue is we can't continue as a functioning society without opening back up. No. Because nobody's going to have jobs. No, that's right. Um, I, I know everyone wants everyone to be able to get unemployment, an endless amount of money from the government, but that's not no, that's realistic. Always, that's not, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, that's awesome. It's got to come from somewhere. From some, somewhere, that's right. Um, we've got to try to get things back open. I take personal responsibility for my own health. I, you know, I, I wish people would be more open to wearing face masks and I'm kind of sickened that it got so politicized, but everything in this country is political now and it's just horrible. Um, but a guy like me has to be careful. I'm sure I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit inside a restaurant anytime until there's a vaccine and we have better protection against this thing. I sat I sat outside on a deck for the first time since the pandemic started. You know, outdoor seating, nobody around us. It was great. It was fine. I was still a little bit uncomfortable. My choices, my life, I have cancer. I know what I should and shouldn't do. Why why do we need to be told that the bars have to close at 10 or midnight or something else? I don't, I just, Brian, I just, I'm, I'm getting really frustrated that the government is putting their tentacles into so many things right now when I'm like, can we just see what happens? Okay. We had a bunch of cases in Florida and Texas, but the deaths haven't risen. Like nope. said they would, they have, they, in fact, uh, now, now the cases are going down. It appears we're finding out that a lot of people have COVID. A lot of people have it and are asymptomatic. Let's let's see what that means. I I don't know what that means. Right. A lot of almost every football player at Kansas State University who had COVID was asymptomatic or they had light symptoms, and now they've had right. COVID. Now they've had it. So I am I'm positive I had it in early January or about mid January before anybody knew what happened. I was in the hospital four days, couldn't breathe. The chest was just felt like it was just constant pressure. I thought I, 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 mean, I had no idea. I thought I was having a heart attack. I was in the hospital for four days. They didn't, they told me that I had the flu and pneumonia. Well, I've had the flu before and I've had and it was, and pneumonia and it was nothing like this. I had a fever, couldn't get that under control, got it figured out. And then I was fine, but it sucked for at least, I mean, and I didn't go to the hospital, you know, men, I didn't go to the hospital for at least a week. You know, with the symptoms and, but it was horrid, but got better. They didn't say what it was. I'm just positive that there's so many people that have had it kind of what you said with the testing and, you know, we're getting more tests. Well, clearly when you get more tests, you're going to find more people. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the way it works. And so I know there's so many more people that have it, have had it, are probably going to get it. But we can't. That's my whole thing. I hate just what you said. I hate the the, the politics of it. But you can't just say, okay, we're going to stop and shut down. That should have already have happened. Right. Well, it didn't. 
Well, now we got to move on and we got to figure out how to live with it and just deal with it. I mean, because it can't, and just be smart, be responsible for yourself. Just like you said, be responsible for yourself. Know that there's trouble out there. And if you're not comfortable with it, stay home. I agree. And if you're, you are comfortable with it, go do your thing. Wear masks. I, I'm all in favor of the mask. I, I mean, I read one of your your uh, posts one time about what had happened to you on a day. One day, I won't go into it, but you had mentioned what had happened to you on your day, on one single day, and then you said, "Sorry, you have to wear a mask." I'm like, that makes him. <laughs> you all the stuff that you had to go through on this one day, and then somebody's going to tell me and complain about wearing a damn mask. I'm like, get out of here, man! Get out of here! Put on a mask and just deal with it. It's okay. I know it's not. It's okay. The government isn't out to get you to wear a mask so that they can no. control you. It, come on, no. <laughs> that's, that's silly. Uh, but. Uh, you know, to deny that a mask helps you and to try to say a mask can harm you. I look at all the doctors and nurses that wear them all day, every day. Come on. I mean, yep. just don't, let's not be quit just being irrational. Just try to help out. For me, I'm, I'm a libertarian. I don't want the government telling me what to do. I get that. Correct. But we, they weren't telling you what to do. They were asking you. Right. There's a difference to being commanded to being asked to do something to help out your fellow man. And we used to do that in this country. We used to really try to help each other. And now it's like, screw that. That affects me. I don't want to help out. Yep. I just yep. do what I do, and I don't wear a mask. I'm a man. Um, yep. Look, this this stuff, it's just, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm so conflicted in so many areas over this thing, but this. <laughs> I know this. Let us make decisions. And yeah. it, when you do make decisions, do hold the needs of others in, in regard. You know, don't yes. don't go to the bars uh, and just go ahead and say, well, we can spread it in our community. And then, uh, by the way, I got I work at a nursing home, too. You know, <laughs> you're right. right. I mean, have some connection to the whole picture here. But I don't know. I. Uh, I'm just I'm I'm fascinated to see when we get five, ten years down the road, what this does to college athletics and college football. It's going to be different. I know they talked about the whole super conference and you know, only being four conferences and all that kind of stuff. I think that may happen sooner than later. Yeah. I mean, you saw what I mean. They basically told Notre Dame. You better get in the conference or you're not playing football this year. And you see how quick they jump and the ACC brought them in. I mean, I just think all this stuff, you know, if it's really going to go to where they're going to have to pay players and they're going to have to, I mean, because players, they're just, people are just going to say, well, I'm just not going to play. Right. And college football is going to suffer for that, you know, and, you know, it's just going to be, the things are going to have to change, and I think this whole the whole four super conferences is going to happen a lot quicker than what we think. Um, the whole landscape, I just believe, is going to change. I just in the next five years, it's going to be totally different than what it is right now. I don't know if it's going to be better or worse. You got to have somebody in charge. I do know that. <laughs> I mean, that's the first thing. You got to have somebody that can actually make a decision, but. 
I, I just think the whole landscape is going to be totally flipped on its head. The whole NCAA thing. I mean, yeah, the NCAA will be gone. I think the NCAA period will be gone. I just think it'll be gone. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I just think all of college sports, the whole landscape of it's going to be totally different. Um, like I said, I hope it's for the better. I don't know that it can be worse because, you know, I, to be honest, I mean, not that college sports stinks or anything, but there's so many things about college sports that are bad that can be better. And I still love it. Just imagine if they actually did things the right way, how good it can be, you know, I just, it's going to be interesting. I, I'm excited for it, it's, but I'm just, I am disappointed for this year because how many kids, I mean, we saw it in the basketball tournament last year. I mean, basketball was wide open to a national champion. It was wide open. And nobody got to, to go and play and win it. I know. Nobody got to go and play and win it. And kids, their careers cut short. Football's the same way. You can't play football in the spring. You can't. Do you know how many kids, juniors? If I was a junior, there'd be a, a, a rising junior or a, or a senior. There's a zero chance that I'm playing if I'm a senior. Zero chance. Absolutely. And if I'm a junior that you come out, there's a zero chance that I'm playing. Oh. I mean, it's just the way it is. I'm not playing football in the spring. It's not the way it works unless you change pro football to the spring. Now, if you do that, yeah, well, that's not going to happen. So it's just, oh, man, it's just a mess. Okay, so I often confuse you for Dwayne the the Rock Johnson. Uh, you guys look a lot alike. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you if you were in charge of the XFL, would you have like combines for high school kids that don't want to go to the college level that want to go and start earning money right away? Well, you know that's a thing. You can do that. The problem is, and I know those guys don't get paid the millions of dollars, which those you don't, you wouldn't have to. My only thing is, I just look at the kids that aren't ready to play football right. that at that level because in the XFL, there are going to be men there. They're going to be men, 27, 28, 29-year-old men. And you're going to have some kids that make a team, a, an 18-year-old, right. that is physically not – he might be fast, but he's not physically or mentally tough enough and for them to just get destroyed. And I don't mean just physically, mentally destroyed. Uh, and I know it's, they get the choice to do that. I just – I don't know. I think you got to put – football is just different for me. And again, I want everybody to make money. I want everybody to do that. And I don't, I'm, I'm a big advocate of not holding somebody and letting them make their own decisions. Football is just different for me just because of the physicality of it. I mean, I don't mean to sound like a chauvinist, but it, football is a man's sport. I mean, you have to be a man to play professional football. You can't be a child, you know, and. I don't know. I think they're, they're, that would be the perfect league for it, though. That would be the perfect league for it. And it was run well. It was doing well. 
you know, while it was going on. It, I mean, it was doing just fine. They knew they're in the market. They weren't trying to be overbearing. They, they, hey, we're the XFL. We're this, and that's it. We don't want to be any more than this. Um, but to have combines and to have kids go, because you're going to get a lot of kids that go. And then now if they have the opportunity to go to college, if they don't make the team a team, then yes. But if you just strip it away and say, you know, if you strip it all away and say, Hey, if you don't make a team too bad, you went there, you don't get to do anything. I don't, I don't, you know, that's, I saw that too many times with high school basketball kids that you, I mean, you don't even know, had no idea what was going to happen to them or anything after that. They didn't get to go to college. They didn't make it in the pros. And then what? So I don't. I, I, it, think I would almost make the XFL a, like a 25 and under league. Like, you yeah. guys want to get paid? Come play for us. Oh, you came out of college. You didn't make an NFL team. Come play for us. And here's your chance. We're, yeah. we're admitting what we are. We play in the spring, and we lose our best players to the NFL. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like college football. Yeah. Except we're going to pay you, and you're going to be you're going to be handled as an adult here, uh, and you're going to find out if you're good enough to play in the NFL. They'll draft you. They'll sign you. However, it works in the future. I don't know. I might just make it a almost like, hey, we're going to supplant college football in some ways if you don't want to go to college if you want to get paid come to us and and if you're not good enough hopefully college will let you still go well if they get the ncaa keeps messing around because ncaa basketball is getting to be that way with the g league yeah you're right i mean you know if you don't start letting people capitalize on certain things and it can't go overboard but the g league is getting that way guys are going and saying okay i'll make 50 grand, 100 grand to play in a season for this one year versus going to college, I would probably do that. I agree. I mean, and so football the same way. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You're right. They got to do something. I like college sports too much, though. That's why I'm biased. I like college sports too much. I just, I know they have to change, and I don't believe the leadership is capable of making the change that's necessary. I think we got to get new leadership involved to be able to make the changes that are going to be necessary. Guys, look, we're going to lose. Okay. We're going to lose. We have to change. And until somebody gets in a room and says, you're going to lose, we're, we're going to lose. Then nothing's going to change because college basketball will be the first one. I'm telling you, you give it three years, the top 15 guys from high school are not going to go to college. Well, that's going to stink. Yeah. And unless you change, they just won't go because if I'm 18 and I could go make just 50 grand playing basketball, just 50 grand that I could go when I know I'm only going to go to school for one year. Why wouldn't I do that? Yep. Of course I would. So they got to change. And not that you have to make 50 grand in college. I'm not saying kids got to make that. But at least let them go sign autographs and make money off doing that. Let them go to a car dealership and sign autographs on a Saturday and make money. Let, let, let kids do that. Let, give them the opportunity to make some money off of themselves versus putting your thumb on them and, nope, you can't do this, you can't do that. 
Yeah, I've, some of the things, you know, kids are making uh, start up a T-shirt company. Can't do that. I mean, come on. Right. Just, at, least they, at least they can work now, but who has time to work? I, I just think they should be able to make money off of uh, who they are. But it just opens up the Pandora's box of, well, you can come sign autographs and here's $100,000. That, that's what scares me is we're going to get into that and the rich will just get richer quite literally in some ways. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know. It's going to be hard to monitor, but we've got to do it. we got to figure this out. This, there's got to be a, a work, workable way. And and also, Brian, I think if people want to have us in to sign autographs and pay us, we're in. We'll do that. I'll do it. Yeah. You don't have to give me a hundred grand either. No, I, I'll do it for <laughs> Shit, I'll do it for tacos. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to give me a hundred grand. I'll come, you know, talk some talk some smack to people and sign some autographs. I'm in on that. Yeah, yeah, it's um, I don't know. It, it's a weird, weird world. Yes, uh, and I feel for all the people that um, have lost their jobs and oh man are struggling. And there's no job prospects. It, it really struck home for me this way. I, I've got friends that are out of the industry or going to be out of the sports journalism industry soon. Uh, someone started like a list. It was a, a Word doc. And you could go in there and put in your information and say, I'm out of work, sports journalist, uh, sports media person. And they had to shut it. They had to stop because they got so many DMs of people. And I, I'm like, well, what do they have, like a couple hundred people on this? Brian, I went and looked. I wasn't through the A's, and I was probably past 100 people. Oh, jeez. That's how many people in just my industry are out there. They've been laid off. Um, there's no sports, so why are we paying you to cover sports? And, um, you know, it's just the reality of the world in which we live. Hopefully those things come back around, and newspapers that laid people off will realize, hey, we have high school football. We better cover it. But I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe the new normal will be, hey, there's just not going to be journalism for high school sports. We're just not going to cover this anymore. It's just done. Uh, Which would be sad. Yeah. That, that, that would be absolutely horrific. I mean, as a guy that, that played high school sports half the time, I mean, the, the, one of the big thrills was playing it to read yourself, read your, you know, what you did in the paper the next morning. Yeah. I mean, that was half half the fun, and for that to go away, and you know, people not to have jobs based on that—it's just—it's—it's. We we gotta do something, and I'm not smart enough to 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 act like I know that I have the answers, but we gotta do something to get back to this to normal life, and just get back to normal life. Um, We gotta have the leadership to do it, and. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's just depressing when you just sit and think about it for a while. And that's why I don't like to think about it because it's depressing. You know, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I know we, we need to keep the ERs and the ICUs opened up and we had to flatten the curve. I felt like we did that. And now we're finding out, Oh, there's still a curve, but they're not serious enough to go to the hospital. So what's our goal now? Now zero cases? How does this work? How we? I feel like we're being told the goals that some people have for our society are unattainable. Just yeah, we can't do it. It's not going to happen. No, no, it's not going to happen. Not attainable. Um, 
So we just got to we got to figure the best way to just continue to live your life. Right. Just continue to live your life. Get stuff back open. Everybody be reasonable. Kids not going to school. That's not going to work. But then it's kids that went to school, like or the city that I'm from, Jeffersonville, was one of the first to send kids back. Of course, they got five cases in a week in one of the elementary schools. So they shut that down. And I'm like, well, did you not think that kids were going to do it? I go, especially elementary kids. I mean, the first thing that an elementary kid's going to do when he coughs is to pull off the mask and cough in his hand or just cough. Right. Like or sneeze. That's what the first thing they're going to do. Is it not? I don't know. I'm pressing. That's why I say it's depressing to think about it, and I don't like thinking about it because it only makes me mad. So on the high side, if there is college football and Kansas State participates in it, we'll be back doing a pre and post game show, won't we? Yes, we will. Yes, we will. I'm excited about it. Um, there's a lot of changes for Kansas State this year. That offensive line. All new, no spring. Whoo. I know. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But I, I mean, I think it's a year that, I mean, nobody got a spring. So a lot of changes for everybody. Uh, this is one of those years where coaching is really going to matter. Not that it doesn't, it doesn't matter before, but coaching is really going to matter. And if you have the talent or if you don't have the talent, because if you got bad coaching, but you have a lot of talent, guys are going to be able to go out there and play. But if you, you know, I know that you can always say that every year, but when you don't have spring and you have limited practices and things of that nature, it's how good are the guys and how good is the coaching. You know what another factor is going to be is how bought in are they? Yes. If they're bought yes. in, they will be careful with what they do when they're off the field. Yes. We saw that with K-State football. They came back to town. It spread all over town. They had a party. They had a, from what I understand, they had some kind of video game tournament. And it just spread like crazy through the football team. And then they got it. And now we're not seeing the cases, at least so far, as recently, we're not seeing the cases. I think once they buy in and understand that their job isn't just to play football, they have to watch out for their health off yeah. a lot more than normal. Um, and if you got kids bought in, you're going to be in pretty good shape. Because also, right. they're not going to opt out. They're bought in. They, they believe in you, and they're willing to risk it. I don't know. It's... I just just want football. That's right. Just want football. Just want football. That's all. I just, you know, I'm I'm still excited. Until they tell me no, I'm going to be excited. Until they they literally crush my dream completely, I'm still going to be excited. Yeah. So hopefully that doesn't happen by tonight. Uh (laughs) I know. Hopefully hopefully I get this podcast posted before. So I just, I don't know. I, I like Kansas State. I like, I like. I know it's going to be challenging. Like I said, you get all five offensive linemen gone. You get all brand new offensive linemen. No spring to to get things together. But you know, I, I still like our chances. I still like our chances of being a good football team. I just do. I do too. I, I, and I think it's because of coaching. Right. I believe that. I believe, and, and the kids have bought into that. I just, I just believe in them. I agree, man. Brother, I love you, man. I'm glad to, <laughs> to talk. It was uh, absolutely. 
It was good, and uh, let's let's just pray that we're going to have a safe football season, and uh, we'll do a lots of talking about K State football and not COVID. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. Take care of yourself, my man. Okay, good to talk to you. I'm out of breath. I mean, that was a great podcast. That, I hope you enjoyed it. I, I I just love talking to Brian. He has so much energy. And as we settled into our podcast last year, he'd appear on the pregame podcast, but it was just him and I on the postgame. He kind of learned that I don't really ask questions. I just want to talk. Let's just talk about things. And sometimes I ask questions, and let's just go. And, man, he went on this one. That was great stuff. Maybe we should have explored some other topics, but – There's so much frustration right now in the world with COVID-19, but we're football guys. We want to talk about football, and we want college football. So that's what we talked about for the past 50 minutes or whatever it was. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. And if you're in the age group like Brian Hanley, you're kind of getting up there in your mid-40s or whatever, it's about time to probably go to the doctor and get your PSA scored. The prostate-specific antigen score is the best way to detect prostate cancer early and it can save your life they caught mine a little bit later than they wanted i'm still here i'm still fighting and i'm still doing these podcasts take care everyone i'll talk to you real soon